Oh, I'm ready to leave. Is it time for me to go? As soon as I get in that car, I'm turning on the flow. Baby, time to go to bed. But mama, I want to listen to the flow. Y'all go ahead and keep working hard. Showing lots of love from out west. Shout out to the flow. Shout out to the flow. Welcome to the greatest one year anniversary of all time. Welcome to the flow. We have officially reached a new milestone of our lives of all time. This this oversees birthdays, weddings, funerals. We have officially made it to one year. How'd you guys feel? Uh, I think it means I'm getting the flow tattooed on <laughs> on my chest the the whole way across. I think that's what it means. I think that's exactly what it means for all three of us right after this nearest tattoo parlor. <laughs> we'll take we'll take some shots of absinthe. It'll, it'll be it'll be a blast. I'm in. Man, I'm down for it. I'm down for it. But Plus. you know one thing actually that was on my mind. Actually, on the way to it's speaking. It's funny because this is our anniversary. Because this thought ran across my head is. Izzy graduates this year. He's not going to be allowed back oh, in this booth. <laughs> back in this booth. He's going to be considered a grown man yeah. at this point next year. So will we have a year two? You guys just have uh, to stay tuned to find out for this next year. Right. Yeah, we, I hope we'll, so. we'll definitely, like, we're setting up some mics and buzzes garage. Uh, we're going to be legal. Startup we're going to be legal, so we'll have a few bottles. We can, we can have any food and drinks we want in the studio. Right. <laughs> We're going to be talking about Zion, like with a couple of rings. Like my mom's going to be yelling at me, telling me to take the trash out. <laughs> yeah, Zion, I can't believe what he did. Buzz, take the trash out. All right, Ma. <laughs> Buzz, those dishes have been in your room for three days now. <laughs> it's like a fucking piss bottle, like for me, like playing COD <laughs> in my room, not wanting to go to the bathroom. Oh, man. I do have a question. Why, you know, I mean, the audience can't see you. But obviously, you got a little beard going on now. Ah, I didn't think you would announce that. You dirty dog. Now, uh, last week, Karan told me to grow it out another week. I'm actually glad you brought it up. I took on the challenge. Now I look like a homeless guy. (laughs) (laughs) So after this episode, it will be gone. I feel you. I feel you. I already picked on you. So I want to know, what do you want to talk about today? Hmm, you know what? NFL's right around the corner. I'm always, always down to talk about the NFL. I want to ask my man Karan, uh, it's a quick question off the bat. Karan, what do you think about Melvin Gordon and the contract dispute, man? Um, first off, I'm not a fan of the running backs holding out, and, and I can see, I, I don't think Melvin Gordon's going to play much, if at all, this season with the Chargers because it seems like both sides are pretty firm on what they want, and it seems like neither of them are going to budge with where they want to go. But, I mean, Melvin Gordon signed a contract to play four years, three, four years, however many years it was. I I would love for players to start respecting their contracts and actually playing through them. Sure, you're not getting the extension you want that you probably deserve. I mean, Melvin Gordon's a top five, top three running back in the league, but you got to play the contract that you signed. And then afterwards, that's when you can really get to get to – you know, negotiating if that's where you want to go. So I'm not a fan of him sitting out. I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna play uh, for the Chargers Week One. I don't think he's gonna play till midseason, till the trade deadline. I think I could see him getting traded. Um, both sides are firm on it. And that's that's how I feel. That's how you feel about that, yeah. Izzy. I want to ask you. Uh, do you think that Le'Veon Bell sort of like trailblazed the way for running uh, backs now? Yeah, yeah, and it's really horrible. It's actually despicable. Like. These are, I'm assuming for at least for some of these uh, running backs, these are fresh contracts. These are the contracts you signed coming into the league. So 
Like even if you're still on like a rookie contract, why can't you stick it out until you until that contract extension comes? Like you're, I understand you're having these breakout years. I understand you're putting your body on the line, but you still have a couple of years left. That's when the money kicks in. That's when you get to choose where you want to go. I don't see why you can't just wait it out, like Ron said. Yeah, I definitely think Le'Veon set a whole new trend of what we're gonna see. I think I. I I like I said I think Melvin Gordon's gonna sit out as long as he wants, as long as he needs to, till he gets what he wants. Uh, we saw Le'Veon sit out a whole entire season. I would have never imagined that. Um, we're seeing Zeke sort of in a little bit of the same situation. I think running backs are gonna follow Le'Veon Bell and start sitting out seasons at a time, weeks at a time, however long it takes. I think we could very well see it in the future to come. Uh, another thing I've seen today, uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick leading the way in Dolphins <laughs> training camp to be the starting quarterback. It would be the eighth team he started for in the NFL. Do you guys think that there's any any Fitz magic juice left in that beard? <laughs> uh, I hope so. Honestly, with last year, what, he – he got all the way to what week five, week four. <laughs> so, he, got, he got a decent amount. Yeah, so I mean, hopefully he can actually like prove himself some more. Let him know that he still got it at least a little bit, and maybe he could become a backup later on, and maybe next season if he still got it. It's a no from me, dog. Put, <laughs> put Fitz on a bench, man. Miami is already going to be bad as it is. You just got to ride it out with your young quarterback you just traded for, Josh Rosen. I mean, I don't see why they're not letting him play. Um, he's he's already shown a little bit of flashes last year of what he can be, a lot of flashes of what he probably will be in his quarterback. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, you got to ride it out with Rosen and, and just let Fitzpatrick teach him until Rosen's really unplayable at this point. I feel you. I feel you 100%, man. Izzy, man, grab the wheel, bro. Drive the boat. You got that Jesus piece on today that's blind to me, <laughs> by the way. FYI, listeners, Izzy, is, Izzy was not playing around for the one-year anniversary. He has a very oh, expensive piece on his neck right now. Yeah, 30000 cost my rent, you know what I'm saying? No, I ain't got <laughs> I it like that. That's why you got neck problems, ain't it? But yeah, 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 yeah. Iced out, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but no, I do have a question because you also brought up, like, we haven't even talked about Ezekiel Elliott and um, what the general manager actually said, Jerry Jones, actually – uh, said we, we don't need a rushing champion to win a Super Bowl. What do you guys think about uh, Jerry even coming out and even stating that from the front office? Um, I think there's absolutely no reason for Jerry Jones to say that. I don't care if that's how he feels. Um, I don't care if he's the one, You know, if, if the paycheck's coming from him. I don't care who it is. Um, if, you're, if you're not one of his teammates, not one of his brothers on the team, you should not comment that like to the media. Maybe maybe in a one-on-one meeting and be like, hey, you know, I, I, I know you're important to this team, but you're not that important. Like, you're replaceable. I don't think you should tell the media that, that this guy is that replaceable, especially when he's carried your team on, on his back for the last few years. I mean, he's completely been a workhorse for them. He gets the ball almost every down. They don't pass it very much. Dak can't pass it very much. Uh, in my opinion, so I, I do not agree with Jerry Jones' comments at all. Yeah, I think Jerry Jones is a little loopy in the head here. I think <laughs> it's, a, it's a little deja vu. Uh, Emmett Smith in the 90s, uh, Emmett Smith actually sat out a few games in one of the seasons because he was having contract disputes with uh, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones didn't want to pay him, didn't want to pay him. I believe Dallas started off like 0-2 or 0-3, one of either though, 1-2 or one of the few. Uh, and then he finally ended up paying Emmett Smith, and, they, and Emmett came in and took him to the Super Bowl. So I think he needs to just be quiet, 
not be quiet. Obviously, he's the owner. I think <laughs> he needs to pay the man. You know what I mean? He needs to pay the man. He sounds he sounds idiotic saying that. Actually, I'm not gonna lie. Like, bro, you had Emmett Smith and then Emmett Smith was an MVP '93. Like he won he won Rookie of the Year whenever he was a rookie in uh, 1990. So, Emmett, uh, Jerry Jones is just kind of he he needs to take his medicine. Let me let me <laughs> end on that note. Take your medicine, Jerry Jones. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm on the fence with it because. I understand where <laughs> I understand where he's coming from because I figure he has this little well if I give you what I want if I baby you then that's what everybody on the team is going to do that's how we're going to start a trend in the league like you said Le'Veon Bell was doing and he kind of he doesn't want that to happen he wants him to know you're replaceable on the other side Zeke a dog so yeah, is Zeke <laughs> replaceable though He's, he's a so. dog. He's, he's a, one of the few running back that can run, can block, and can catch yeah, passes. He's a bulldozer. So I mean, I would, I would honestly give Zeke the money. But if somebody else on my team came up to me like that, then no, nah, that that would be more understandable for you to say. Yeah, I can see that. But and also Zeke is making a majority of the Cowboys' sales right now. Yeah. I mean, if you go to a Cowboys game, whose jerseys are you going to see? You're going to see mostly Zeke. You're going to see a few Amari Cooper, maybe some Van Der Esch. A little bit of a couple Dak. A couple Dak for the real riders. You're going to see a couple <laughs> Dak, but most of most of them Zeke. Yeah. All, all the way. All the way, no doubt. So, somebody who's on the injury list right now, A.J. Green, how do you think this is going to affect the Bengals? Hmm. I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna affect him in a positive way because I think it's gonna mean Tyler Boyd's gonna have to step up, and I think Tyler Boyd is gonna be able to step up to the plate, pick up some slack. Uh, I think AJ Green is still gonna be able to start the season off. Yeah, I yeah. just read earlier today he had his surgery today, and it's possible he's back by week one. Well, he's okay. So it's possible he's back by week one. Either way, Tyler Boyd is filling that one spot while he's gone. It's gonna give Tyler Boyd a lot of. He's gonna get a lot of reps with the one, you know what I mean, and uh, with the ones out there, and it's gonna give him some experience that he needs to start off the week. I'm I'm thinking like fantasy wise too. I'm yeah. sorry, I'm, I'm always thinking <laughs> fantasy wise. So t- what I'm saying too is keep Tyler Boyd on your radars this year for fantasy. <laughs> um, I'm thinking the Bengals. It doesn't matter if they have AJ Green or not. I think they're gonna be bottom three in the league. Um, with him, without him, I think it's guaranteed their top three pick in the draft next year. Um, if I'm AJ Green, I'm not rushing back at all. I mean, you still got Andy Dalton throwing the ball to you, so you're gonna be jumping on that ankle a lot. Cause Andy Dalton's gonna be <laughs> overthrowing it a lot. So I'm, I'm, I'm taking my time coming back if I'm AJ Green. Yeah, I gotta agree with Karan on this one. I see no positive or negatives to this injury because nothing's gonna change with the Bengals. The only difference is. You're not making it to five wins if AJ doesn't come back. So, I mean, it's just I don't know. You're it's a tough it's tough in the Bengals position, but other than that, I just don't see them going anywhere at all. Yeah, the the Bengals are. <laughs> so for the our flow listeners to know, we have had a couple Colts insiders this week. I believe Karan, you've been in training camp how many days now? Uh, two days. How's week. it been, man? Just tell the listeners about it. Um. First off, I want to thank WICR for this amazing <laughs> opportunity to get on the sidelines at training camp, get you know up there with the media, uh, interviewing players. I mean, it's completely crazy 
you know, being that close, like touching Andrew Luck, touching. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Touching. All right. Like a schoolgirl, right, like a schoolgirl crushing right now. <laughs> touching Andrew Luck. <laughs> no, keep going, keep going. You know, I, I had to say if something. Devin, if Devin Hester walks up to you and you have a chance. Okay, to, of course I'm reaching out and touching up? him. I'm just playing, I'm just playing. No, but okay, uh, WICR, man, they're great for putting you on. But being that close to these players that you like. You know, growing up watching Andrew Luck, um, watching him get his ass beat a lot of times because the O-line sucked. <laughs> uh, but just watching these players on TV and, like, seeing them so close, it's just crazy. And also, a little story for the Flow listeners. I used to play 2K with Chester Rogers. So I approach him at training camp, shake his hand like a gentleman. Yo, what's <laughs> up, Chester? I'm Karan. So I just want to let you know I played 2K with you last summer. For right now, all of our listeners, whenever you said Chester Rogers, for right now, everyone's saying who? He's a Colts wide receiver. He's been there for three, four years. He's not a scrub, not the greatest not, but player, yeah. but um, solid player. Shook his hand. What's up? I played 2K with you. This man daps me up with a little pat on the back, the little the, the bro shake. <laughs> so... You I got the bro I, shake from I, Chester. I, I lose my mind, dog. I so lose my mind. I got a question. And wh- where did you add the flow into that conversation? Right. <laughs> the, the flow will be added sometime later this week. And be like, yo, Chester, we need you. This is the, the only Chester I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only Chester we know around here, baby. Fairly out parents, Chester. Y'all all know who I'm talking about. <laughs> Chester McBad bad. <laughs> <laughs> that's my dog. Oh man, that's crazy. And well, and we got a lot of uh, training camp to do also, because what I'm next week, and then we have the one together eventually. Yep. And I'll me, be in me, there. And, me and Izzy will be at the Colts Browns joint practice together. So whoa, yeah. it's gonna be crazy. I'm sneaking in. <laughs> I don't care if I gotta throw on a Colts T-shirt that day. <laughs> <laughs> OBJ, OBJ, uh, in a Colts Baker, T-shirt, like, chanting OBJ. Right, OBJ. <laughs> I feel like a Baker type, like the fucking like decline of autograph, like oh, sh- yeah. spit a loogie at you. And shit. <laughs> Go on somewhere, kid. I do have a question. Before we get into the NBA, I do want to talk to you guys about some hot takes that were sent to me while you guys were in Spain. Let's do it. I'm putting out three important ones that I feel like we're going to have a good laugh about. <laughs> so yeah. one of them was actually from my oldest sister, and she firmly believes that Reggie Miller is the greatest basketball player of all time. Oh, Out of man. everybody that serious? played the game. Is she serious? She's so she's an insane oh Pacers fan. I'm Wow. <laughs> you guys know me. I'm as big a Pacers fan as it gets, Yeah, and that's total bull. <laughs> Buzz, what do you think? Ask her if she knows who Michael Jordan is. She does. She knows, and she thinks firmly thinks that Reggie's better than Michael Jordan. Reggie couldn't hold Jordan's jock strap. <laughs> Has she ever seen Lance Stevenson play? She, I think she could care less about Lance Stevenson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that that really crazy. blew me. That's that, crazy. That that is a hot take. Oh yeah, that was insane. The steaming hot take, it's like burning my. Mouth is talking. <laughs> Another one was Bill Russell is actually the greatest player. Holy, 
to ever play. This one's at least got an argument, though. Yeah, because of the rings. Bill Russell has, like, the most rings. Bill Russell was playing with stegosauruses and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Like, stegosauruses in the crowd. They they had season ticks. (laughs) Now, Bill Russell's a a legend. I mean, he doesn't hand out the the finals MVP award every year for no reason. He's a fucking (laughs) icon. He's not the GOAT, though. Really? If if you're going by rings, he's the GOAT. Yeah, I don't. I don't agree with that. Are you going by rings? <laughs> I mean, if you're going by rings, uh, Jer- Jeremy Lin is better than Russell Westbrook. Yep, Andy Andy Rose. That's crazy. Another one was actually this one has some truth to it, and we're gonna find out this year from listener Eddie Garrison, who said he said two things. He said Kyrie is the best player to play. He's the best player in the world right now. Kyrie. I mean, Kawhi Leonard, wow. The second one was actually Kyrie Irving. The Celtics will be a better team because Kyrie Irving left. You know what? The second one I can see. I can see Kimba stepping up as a better fit in Boston than Kyrie. Um, First one is the disrespectful LeBron James, who's still playing as good as ever. He's. I think LeBron's still the best player. Couldn't have said any better. LeBron's coming out with Space Jam 2. He's bringing a, a ship to L.A., and pretty soon, Kobe's going to be fucking men in black wiped out of every, every Laker fan's memory. <laughs> I actually disagree, in all honesty. I really think Kawhi's the best player in the world right now. I, I, I playing Kawhi. Hey, he's coming, off of, he's coming off of a dominant season. Yeah, and now you have two-way players in him and PG. If you put um, Okay, if you put Kawhi on AD, that's a good matchup. AD's going to drop some points on them. Kawhi's defense isn't over-the-top lockdown, like, automatic. But if you put Kawhi, if you put PG on LeBron, that's a nice matchup. I think I think Clippers got it in, game, in like, at least game seven. So I can honestly see Kawhi being the best player in the world right now. Playoff LeBron's a different animal, is he? Zero Dark you know how 30. how many times I've got my fucking heart broken? <laughs> I remember we was at we got- B-Dubs watching LeBron hit fadeaway oh, yeah. after fadeaway, rocking the baby to sleep on Kawhi. <laughs> Yeah, while while Lance is just sitting on the bench, just wondering what to do next. P- pouting. <laughs> I know what you can do next, Izzy. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. God. It's time for the On The Fly Freestyle. All right, big dog. Your word. Play. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. My word is play. Let's go. Turn me up on my headphones. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Every day I like to play. Hey. Girls date me no way. Hey. Because I have a big. Hey. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. I, what? I didn't know what round of plays. I was going to. That was the most awkward <laughs> eye contact I've ever made with Izzy in my loudest fight. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, bro, that was wild. I have a big. <laughs> I have a hey. big. <laughs> seen his eyes light up like a fucking deer in headlights. Oh, easy! Oh, I can't I was, believe you, bro. I, was, I couldn't. I couldn't think of nothing. It was. He's that because I have hard. a big. Hey. <laughs> big, hey. <laughs> oh man, was, so we're just gonna ignore that. But <laughs> I do have a question for you guys. Oh. Steve Kerr said that AD's trade demands is actually bad for the league. Like, players 
demanding a trade going up to the front office is actually horrible for the league. What do you guys think about that? Man, part of me doesn't part of me likes it, part of me doesn't like it. Like I just wish things would go back to the old way. You just play the game. If you get traded, you get traded. I mean, there's always chatter, you know what I mean? Rumors and shit. You just gotta play through that. Like if you're unhappy, just if you're unhappy, stick it out. Stick it out to at least the end of the season and then maybe talk to your coach. Like, don't ruin some shit during the season. You know what I mean? Right. Because uh, I, th- I think that was pretty evident with the Los Angeles Lakers this year, seeing how they kind of went to hell after all the AD trade talks like Kuzma, Josh Hart, uh, Ingram. They, all them guys were on the chop block all year. You, you know what I mean? We see how they played. So I don't like it that much. I think it is bad. I'm with Steve Kerr. Um. I don't think I'm with Steve Kerr here. Really? Uh, main reason for me, main reason for me is because the Warriors went 73 and nine and then signed Kevin Durant, and he wants to talk about unhealthy for the league. It's un- it's 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 unhealthy for the league to to win, you know, the most games by far, and and then go sign a top three player in the league. That's unhealthy for the league. Um, it's obviously not good for superstars like Anthony Davis to request trades with multiple years left on their deals. But at the same time, AD re-signed. Pelicans probably told him, hey, we're going to make the team better. We're going to get you and Drew some help. And and clearly the best player Anthony Davis ever had was Drew Holiday. They never had anyone closer than that. Buzz, put your laptop away. <laughs> and that's it. Oh, I'm honestly, I honestly disagree like I well I agree with Steve Kerr for the simple fact that that's getting horrible that's a trend like that's going on right now so if you're unhappy where you're at all you have to do is just walk up to your front office demand a trade and you're gone within three days I feel like that's stupid and you chose to resign with the team I feel and it's also getting so bad that I have I have MLB the show I know this is a totally different sport <laughs> like but even like even like three games in I get a call from my agent like is everything good and I'm like, yeah. Like he was like, all right, if you want to trade, let me know. Like, and that comes up like every two weeks. So if this is happening in video games, like <laughs> this is becoming a trend. Like right, now. it's getting bad to the point where this is like kids following. Like this is getting a big influence on the uh, the younger generation. That's pretty crazy that they got that in the video game. That is crazy. Yeah, it's horrible. It's bad. It's bad. And honestly, like it's it's bad for the league. I like what Steve Kerr said. Like, even though he said, even though, all oh, you went 73 and then you signed KD, KD was signed. He wasn't traded. But what help was AD given in New Orleans? What free agent moves did they make? He, they well, overpaid Solo Hill. Oh, true. They Boogie. Yeah, they had Boogie. Okay, what they happened to him? Him. Why'd he leave? They I'm a warrior him. now. Like he, they they, they had wouldn't had give him no money. They had him no. Right, and then Russell... Russell, the only person I can see, like, for a reason for demanding a trade is Russell Westbrook. Other yeah. than that. He had given his absolute heart and soul to Oklahoma City. Exactly. The way Anthony Davis left, I didn't like it. But Russell Westbrook, he had to. As soon as Paul George walked out the door, Russell had to go. Yeah. I and I still can't believe PG just turned his back on Russ like that. Oh, yeah. But then again, he, he had the chance to go home, and he did. So he had he, the chance to go home in free agency the year before. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that. But he also he always said he wanted to go to Los Angeles. <laughs> he always wanted to go to Los Angeles. Him and Kawhi. 
So Kawhi, you can't be mad at Kawhi. You I'm definitely not mad at Kawhi. Kawhi, Kawhi, Kawhi like, can basically do what he wants. I don't, I don't yeah, care Kawhi's what he does. Kawhi's free to fucking roam the earth. Kawhi's a goat. He's a god. I'm just trying to one-up you. Right. <laughs> Well, I do have a quick question for you guys. Who's ready to play this game? Fact. Foolishness. I don't think it's foolishness. It's time for fact or foolishness. Fact or foolishness. I have three to four to five questions, so I can't even count. But <laughs> question number one: Greg Popovich will be will always go down as a better coach than Phil Jackson. Fact or foolish? Um, I'm gonna say fact because I feel like wow. Phil. I think Phil Jackson. Had a little bit more uh, drama around him, like by the time it was said and done. Then Greg will. I mean, Popovich really hasn't had any beef with anybody. Um, he had the comments about Kawhi last year, saying he wasn't a true leader, or whatever. But I think Popovich, what he's done with the players, obviously he had Tim Duncan, but I feel like he's he's done a lot more with what he has. I'm gonna say foolishness. Uh, Phil Jackson coached two of the best players of all time. I mean, the ring, he won three, <laughs> won three with Cobster, won six with Jordan, right? Yep. Won six with Jordan. Uh, I think that's uh, that's all I got to say about that one. What do you think Pop does with, with Kobe and Jordan? He doesn't do what Phil did. Yeah. <laughs> Next question. Due to the recent deaths in boxing, Hugo Centillion, Hugo Centillion, and Maxim Dadashev, Dadashev, excuse me if I'm like pronouncing their names wrong, but due to their deaths, untimely deaths, the sport of boxing should be considered the most dangerous in the world. Fact or foolish? Um, I'll say facts. I mean, you're literally beating each other up to a fucking pulp. So I'll go fact. Mm. And that in UFC. I don't know, man. I mean, it depends on, like, there's so many sports out there, like some extreme sports that we don't really know. Like, if we see, if we see <laughs> them on paper, then, yeah, we probably say it. But, yeah, I mean, your your objective is to go in there and kill the other guy. You know what I mean? It's pretty dangerous. Yeah. Next question. Will Chamberlain and Julius Irvin are overrated because they played at an earlier time in the NBA? Fact or foolish? Foolish. Them guys are godfathers in the NBA. <laughs> um... I'm going to go foolish. Uh, I think they'd obviously be superstars still today. I don't know if they'd be as good as they were back then, but, I mean, you can't deny the talent they had. Right. Last question. Rappers like Cardi B and Kanye don't care about politics and only do it for publicity. Fact or foolish? Because you've seen Cardi B sat down with Bernie Sanders yesterday. I'm going to go foolish. I feel like Kanye really cares about... um, I know he's had discussions with Trump about the violence in Chicago, stuff like that. I think he really cares about that. Cardi, on the other hand, it's a wild card. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think Ye is involved with the politics for sure. He's uh, he's involved with Chicago and all that. And even talked to Trump about ASAP Rocky. I don't know if you guys seen uh, that. Yeah. Uh, but Cardi, like you said, Ron, Cardi B, I, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> the, only thing, the only thing I've seen about her is this new tattoo she got, like of oh, Offset's name. On her leg, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I click on Snapchat, it's like that, like little subscription thing pops up, like Cardi gets new tat. I'm like, I don't want to see this. Still click on it anyways. <laughs> and that's how Snapchat gets you. More, less of the day, kids. <laughs> now for the clown of the day.
No, but uh, man, it's time for the clown of the day, ladies and gentlemen. I'm ready to laugh my ass off, Izzy. Throw some heat at me. Oh, for most of y'all that know, I did a 48-hour film festival's torture. And I'm not going to lie, we was we was knocked out. It was five of us in the room. And I'm laid out. I'm snoring. And <laughs> no, so we're laid out. I'm snoring. And out of nowhere, I wake up and I kind of like, I just like smashed, like farted in front of like <laughs> everybody. But like, they were kind of no. like knocked out. So I was like, did y'all hear anything? And they were like, what? I was like, did y'all hear anything? They was like, we just heard you snoring. It was oh, girls. Oh, I didn't. No, no. Why'd you go home then? <laughs> I was because I ain't want nobody to be like, "Hey, bro, y'all, y'all smell that? What the f-? like?" Oh, I, like, like direct descent to you. It's like I like woke myself up because of it. Like I was just like knocked out, and I was like, and I was like "Oh shit!" <laughs> Cody, <laughs> Cody has like a bloodhound nose. Like that was easy. I right, right, smell right, the fart in the air. <laughs> that was easy. You gonna make me laugh, Kron? <laughs> Uh, headline story, me and King, uh, sign I don't know, 112, Van King 112 something of drugs crashes into police car at station, uh, so this van in Sydney, Australia, 600 pounds of meth, fucking <laughs> lugging it around, crashed into fucking parked police cars, Right in front of a police station um, in the city, one of the city police stations. So that's my clown of the day. How are you going to lug around that much meth and fucking crash into crashed. a cop car? Right. <laughs> that is fried. I'm, I'm not going to go clown of the day. I, I, I was just thinking of a story off the top of my head. Uh, one time when, uh, when Pokemon Go was popular, we all remember that popular summer. Yeah. Damn. That was a beautiful summer. I caught <laughs> so many Pikachus and all that. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I was going to the hospital because I tweaked my knee at football practice. And uh, on the way, walking into the hospital, I'm sitting there playing Pokemon Go, obviously trying to get every catch I can before I get my knee looked at. Uh, I'm walking in a parking lot out of nowhere. Bam! My head smacks this ladder sticking out of this truck. And I smacked <laughs> it hard as shit, bro. I'm just walking like at a decent pace. Head down and bam, it was bad. Like I had like a, I was la- I was like trying to laugh and you know you trying to laugh it off, yeah. but like yeah. behind your back you like clenching your fists, like fucking it's hurting so badly. But uh, yeah, man, that was a. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking that day. Like, <laughs> not so, you, only, so you went in with a fucked up knee and a concussion. Right. <laughs> I, went, I, I went in with a lump on my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I wish that would have happened now, low key. Like, I was just Damn. imagine walking on foot. Fuck. I just can't imagine. We got to go. We got to make a trip downtown eventually. For sure. We have to. We got to make a trip to Ruth, too. To Ruth. To Ruth. Oh, we're doing that right now. <laughs> nah, but if you like us, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and iTunes at the Flow, the Flow Pod. Don't forget to subscribe. This is the one year anniversary. We're going crazy. We're going to be here baby. for another year. Oh. Hopefully, if I'm still here and they don't like sell the show, sell the show away. But other than that, have a nice day, and we'll see you guys next time. Former college basketball player Jeremiah Barkey, originally from Gary, Indiana, moved out here to Phoenix, Arizona. Started my all AAU program off the dribble basketball. Right now we're in Arizona, but we're coming to Florida and Indiana real soon within the next year. Hosting AAU teams, camps, and other basketball events. Just love basketball and time to give back. Never be too young to give back. At 22, I feel like it's time to give back. College for everyone. Trying to make sure everyone get it.
Support this AAU program by following them on Instagram and Twitter at OffTheDribbleHQ.